Welcome to Of Dust and Divinity, a place where we ask big questions of small things as we gather around the table with makers, thinkers, and doers. So grab your favorite drink, pull up a chair, and join us. And now, here are your hosts, Caben Kramer and Chris Quant. Welcome to Of Dust and Divinity. Uh, this is Caben Kramer. Chris isn't able to be here for the intro today because he's actually moving. And guys, I cannot wait to get him on the podcast in a couple of weeks to tell you about his new house. I'm not going to spoil it, but I will just tease a little bit. He's moving into a historic house that actually includes a jail on the property of the house. So you're definitely going to want to hear more about this place he's moving into and all the cool things about it. Uh, But for now, today's episode, I am just incredibly, incredibly excited So as many of you guys know, we got a huge boost in our business from Sharon McMahon. Uh, Sharon says so online. And I thought, man, it'd be so cool to get together with a few other people whose lives have been changed by Sharon. And let's just tell those stories together. So that's what we did. So we got um, Allie from the Winsome Poppy, and she does uh, jewelry and earrings primarily. And we got Karen from Lou & Co., uh, who does hand-embroidered apparel, mostly sweatshirts and t-shirts. And we just talked about what life was like before Sharon, um, during that moment, that incredible moment, and then what's happening now afterwards. And the best part, it was so fun. I actually reached out to Sharon directly and said, Hey, it would be so cool for you just to drop in unannounced in the middle of this conversation. And she replied and she was like, I would love to send me the zoom link. So I just sent her the Zoom link, and then Sharon McMahon herself jumps into the podcast about 30 minutes in and hangs out with us for like 15, 20 minutes, and it was incredible, and she just drops a wisdom bomb after wisdom bomb. Um, So that's the lead-in, and I'll just be quiet now, and let's get into the episode. It's a ton of fun, and uh, definitely leave a rating and review, and let us know your thoughts on this episode. I'm excited to hear it. Okay, so let's just start this. So I have two kids. I have a nine-year-old son and a seven-year-old daughter. How about you guys? I have a six-year-old son, a five-year-old son, and a three-year-old daughter. Wow. Okay. And how about you, Karen? <laughs> I have all boys. They're okay. 10, six, and two. Wow. Okay. <laughs> so we're all kind of in that similar parenting thing. Yeah. Mostly yeah. young kids. So we get it. We get it. So there's a lot of grace for that. Our oldest just hit double digits last week. So it's like, Aww. we were camping. We were camping with their Cub Scouts. So I'm glad that we were busy or else I would have thought about it too much. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, I, I love starting the podcast just by situating <laughs> us geographically. So Karen, where are you right now? I'm in Raleigh, North Carolina. North Carolina. I have, I've never been to that state. It's beautiful. Okay. It's beautiful. Okay. And so in particular, are you like in the city, in the city, or are you in the suburbs or where are you guys? Um, we're in the city. We're in the city limits. Um, we're like five minutes from downtown. That's awesome. So, yeah. Are you like born and raised native there? Are you a transplant? I am. No, I've been here my whole life. My husband and myself, our parents actually went to high school together. Wow. (laughs) <laughs> wow close to where you are still living or in a different part um, of the state the high school is in our backyard <laughs> wow that's so cool yeah 
is, is that common for rally? No, there's okay. um, everybody's a transplant now. Yeah, um, we are a rare breed. My husband and I. That is cool. So. That's cool. I'm, I'm glad you're there. Okay, so Allie, where, where are you right now? <laughs> so I live in a town called Morton, Illinois, and um, the closest city is Peoria. Mm, so that's I about have been there. Oh, really? Yes. <laughs> <That's> shocking. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the nicest city, but it's nope. Kind of a city. <laughs> I, I ended up there on accident. It was it was a oh. two a.m. in a blizzard. We were Even driving better. from California to Normal, Illinois, because my oh, sister yeah. was going to be attending Champaign Urbana, um, and we got lost uh, well after midnight in a whiteout blizzard. And we oh. rolled past a sign that says "Welcome to Peoria," and we're like, "I don't think we're in the place we're supposed to be." <laughs> About 40 minutes or no, more than that, probably an hour off. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That, that was a, that was a unique experience, but you know, yeah, the things we do in college. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I'm in uh, Morton and it is considered the pumpkin capital of the world by Ooh. itself. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I think it's, there's a couple other cities that are, towns that claim that so um it's a really small town and um but yeah i've grown up here uh, my husband and i lived in peoria for a few years and then um about four years ago we moved back to town and um yeah that's what we where we are so is this a small town yeah we're seventeen thousand, about so it's not super, super small, but it's we're close enough to, you know, the country, like on yeah. the edge of town, it's the country. So, so, cool. so help, help me situate smallness. Where is the closest target? Um, about 12 minutes away. So not that, okay. not that okay. far. Yeah. The closest target to me is about 45 minutes away. Okay. So. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. I've got like four within five minute driving from me. Oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, it changed when we moved from town out here. We had to suddenly plan things differently because we used to be able to walk to like an in and out from where we used to live. And now it's like the closest one is about an hour away. No, no, no. 30 uh -huh. minutes away because there's one there. But yeah, it's, it's different. We have to plan quite a bit better. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Well, if you guys don't know, I'm Caven. I'm coming to you from our farm or I'm looking out at our walnut trees right now because we live out in our orchards. Um, and I was born in a house about 200 yards down the road that direction. Um, and, and then I left when I was 13 and then came back when I was 31 um, and took over farming. But that's who I am and how we got here. So how long has the farm been in your family? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> great question. Um, my great grandfather. So I'm the fourth generation. My great grandfather wow. bought this property right at the end of World War II. And it was um, just native savanna kind of oak and shrubs and blackberries. And it's we're right on a river. So it was a it's a riparian zone. So the river used to just flood. Um, kind of seasonally before. And this was, you know, right during the time when California was building a whole bunch of its dams um, that now kind of power the state. Um, so, yeah, we, you know, it, was, it wasn't very good farmland. Um, so he bought it. And then about 
10 years later, the state built its levy system and then he was able to develop it into uh, commercial farmland. That's cool. That's awesome. Yeah. And now, now we're still here making a go at it um, with sprouted walnuts. So, which then brings us to the reason we are all here. <laughs> so, okay. First They're good of all, walnuts. Thank you. I haven't had any, so I need to, I need to get my hands on some. <laughs> That's all right. Um, okay. So all of us started doing something before the, the great and wonderful Sh- Sharon McMahon came and changed the game for us. We all just started doing something. So I'm curious, did you start because of desperation, because of passion, because of boredom? Allie, how did you start? First of all, tell our listeners, what is your thing? And then tell okay. us how you started doing it. Okay, so I make um, handmade earrings out of polymer clay and resin. Um, I've always been creative, but I never found like a medium that I stuck with long term. Like I would draw something and then be like, okay, I'm done for three years, you know, or whatever. So I just kind of jumped from thing to thing. Um, And at the beginning of, not the beginning, but little ways into quarantine um after illinois shut down in um i think it was march 16th of 2020 yeah i get all my years mixed up now um so when that when it shut down i probably probably most people did but i kind of lost my mind i thought i'm not going to survive this and it was only supposed to be a three-week shutdown i'm like i'm not going to survive three weeks and um, then it extended and of course, and so eventually I was like, I just need a creative outlet mm-hmm. and I didn't really want to do any of the things that I had been doing. And I, I somehow stumbled across these um, actually girls from Australia that were extremely talented earring makers and they were making earrings out of polymer clay. Once I saw that, I was like, well, I got to try this. So I just ordered some cheapo supplies, didn't know what I was ordering on um amazon and came to my door and i just started making stuff and uh the first batch was pretty terrible (laughs) um again i didn't have any clue what i was doing but i kind of thought they were cool and so i kept making them and then i started making so many that i was like i can't wear all these so i (laughs) threw them up on my my personal instagram um stories and said like, Hey, if anybody wants to buy any, and all of a sudden people started buying them. Mm. And anyway, it just became something that I had so many ideas of what I wanted to make. And it's just like such a, it's such a, um, soothing thing for me to do. It, Mm. it helps my mental state. Um, so I really get into a, a good workflow and, and, I just love doing it. Um, so I've just kind of slowly improved my techniques and my um, learned more uh, about materials and quality and all these things. And um, eventually I started my own Instagram account with for my earrings. Which is um, called? Which is called The Winsome Poppy. The Winsome Poppy. I love that yes. name. And um, it's actually named after my daughter. Uh, her name is Poppy and, um, she's winsome. 
I, I had a different name at first and um, I was informed by a friend who is a um, trade, uh, what is it? Trademark lawyer, like okay. works in that area. And she said, um, there's a chance with that name, you could get sued for copyright infringement or trademark infringement on this company that I had never heard of. So I was like, okay, I will Isn't change that, that. I will change that today. Yeah. <laughs> and then I had, you know, I labored over it for like 24 hours. And finally I was just using like thesaurus.com. I'm like, mm. what is a word that I can use instead of this other one? And um, finally Winsome popped up and I was just like, oh, she, that is, that is my daughter. And I'm going with that. So that's cool. Yeah. So that's, that's cool. how I started. Okay. I love it. Karen, how about you? Um, so like Allie, I've always been a crafty person. Like I always have to, I, my craft room was ridiculous before I purged <laughs> last year during quarantine. <laughs> um, but like, it's, it's mostly sewing stuff. When mm. my oldest was born, I started an Etsy shop and I was selling ring slings, you know, baby carriers. Oh yeah. Yeah. And, um, I got tired of that. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard and then it was concerning because i was responsible for all these babies being held like what if the seams ripped mm -hmm. <laughs> so i stopped that um and then just had babies and um when quarantine hit i started making masks and my husband actually taught him how to use the machine and he was making them too mm. and i think we calculated that last year between march and it started fizzling out about it was last fall. Um, we made like 10,000 masks. What? Oh my gosh. What? <laughs> yes. Get we out. were Are a you serious. Yeah. We were a mask factory. So I was selling that in my Etsy shop. I Whoa. never let my Etsy shop go. Um, so I was selling them locally and on Etsy and then it started fizzling. So I just, I didn't even, it wasn't worth my time anymore as few sales as I was getting to keep the machine out and everything running. So around Christmas time, I saw this picture of this shirt that said, Merry and Bright. And I was like, that is cute. I can make that for myself. And I did. And I made my mom one and my sister one. And I made them embroidered aprons mm. for their Christmas gifts. So my first Etsy listing was aprons mm. that are hand embroidered. And that I made Christmas gifts and I put it on Etsy and here we are. <laughs> there you go. Okay. So, so now, but now primarily your product is because so, so Allie at the Winston Poppy, she does polymer clay yeah. earrings. Your primary product is hand embroidered shirts and sweatshirts and other apparel that yep. has all kinds of phrases customized and standardized that you sell. All is that right? hand stitched. Yes. All In my handwriting, stitched. no fonts, no computers. Yeah. It's just me and my hoop. <laughs> that's cool that's cool okay so then there was this moment where each one of us had this thought hmm i should send my product to someone famous so yes. what like what was that moment like and how did you decide that sharon was going to be one of those people or maybe the only person so just walk us through kind of that moment where you're like i like i like this i like what i'm doing but also i want more and, and we're going to go after this other thing. So Karen, what was that like for you? Cause you were already selling tons of masks. So you already had some kind of yeah. market. So what was that <laughs> yeah. like for you? Um, 
so it was right so i had quite a lot of gift requests for christmas for my etsy shop i had a lot of christmas traffic for gifts and then as that started to dwindle down in january you know january people are not buying anything i was stitching a few orders and i was watching sharon i had my earbuds in and i was like you know what that would be a cute name on a sweatshirt and so i just I emailed her assistant. I can't recall her name. And I said, what's Sharon's favorite color? So I picked out a shirt color for her and, and I never hesitated. I was like, she pours into her following daily. And what's a cute thank you gift? You know, mm-hmm. she would enjoy it. And if she doesn't, Oh, sorry. Yep. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I sent it and yeah, I didn't have any hesitation. Really. We were mm. just watching TV. And a week later, I sent it to her. And what happens shall happen, right? <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Okay. And I, and I want to hear about that moment, too, because that's that's always a cool moment, right? <laughs> when, like, you see your stuff on someone else's stories. That's yeah. such a cool moment. And we'll get there. But, okay, but, Allie, like, take us through your mental process when you're like, I'm going to send something to Sharon. Yeah. I, I can't remember what it was. Um, I think I was... I think I might've been listening to Sharon on someone else's podcast. And I can't remember the name of the podcast, Um, but she was just talking about um, kind of how she kind of grew her following, you know, on Instagram. And um, also I think I had been kind of following, sorry, I'm like stumbling. Um, I had been following some people that were talking about, um, for small businesses that make products, like how can you most effectively, you know, grow your audience? And mm-hmm. um, one of the things was to send them to people. Um, so I hadn't really figured out like if I wanted to send anyone anything or or whatever. Um, but one day I was looking at Sharon's stories and I'm like, man, those are cute earrings. Mm-hmm. And then like the next day I was like, oh, she's got another cute pair of earrings. And I thought, wonder if she would wear my earrings Hmm. so um I did the same as Karen I emailed her assistant I said okay you know I'm this small company um business I would love to share send Sharon some earrings no you know no expectation Mm -hmm. um if if she likes them she can wear them kind of a thing and within like I think a day I heard back and she was like, yeah, she would love that. Here's her favorite colors. And I was like, okay. So I specifically made two pairs of earrings that were like her color preferences. And then I kind of sent some other ones that I had previously made. And, um, I thought, well, I'm going to put a little note in the box. I'm going to send it off and I'll probably never hear anything again. And again, just like Karen, I was like, that's fine. You know, whatever. Um, so yeah, it wasn't, it was a little nerve wracking. I was kind of like, okay, am I really doing this? But then I really thought nothing would come of it. So it was like, what do I have to lose? Yeah. Kind of a thing. So now was she the only influencer you guys sent product to, or have you guys sent stuff to other people that like haven't done anything with it? I've, I've sent to one other person who, who has shared, um, her, her following is, was a lot smaller, but I, I definitely got some followers from her as well. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Sharon's my one and only. There you go. There you go. (laughs) Whereas for me, it was like, 
that it, it was like my my marketing strategy. I was like, I'm going to send it to 15 influencers, and if just okay. one of them can share, um, and Sharon was the first one we sent it to, and she was the first one to share, and we've sent it to other people who haven't shared. Um, but even as recently as last week, I I was still sending boxes to other influencers because I'm like, I like how like, out here selling walnuts to people. It's like selling ice <laughs> to Eskimos. Like I like there's no like I, my only chance is to get out into the digital world of Instagram, right? That's like yeah. the only way. And I only have one product, right? I, I sell exactly one thing. Whereas you guys have like all this cool diversity and all these cool like options and changes, which I'm, if we have time for it, I would love to hear how you guys manage your online inventory and like make sure you put the right product in the right box. Because like I only sell yeah. one thing, but I sell it in like four different sizes and I still mess up sometimes. So like, that's like, it's a thing, right? Where you're like, wow, there's some complexity there, especially when you have 200 kinds of earrings or, you know, 50 yeah. kinds of sweatshirts or whatever. Okay. So then now there's this moment. Now we come to this moment, right? Where you're just <clears throat> scrolling through stories. And for me, I was driving my daughter to school and I got a phone call from my wife and she was like, you'll never believe what's happening. Like Sharon <laughs> is eating our walnuts on her story. Right. <laughs> I love like, that. It was mind-blowing, so right? So there's like, it's it's like kind of one of those moments that's just going to stick with me, right? So yeah. what was that moment for you guys? Ali, take it away. Like, what was that moment for you? Okay, so my husband and I were out on a date. Um, and <laughs> we, I think we were in the parking lot of, oh, yes. So we had gone to Panda Express <laughs> and eaten dinner <laughs> in our car. Cause it wasn't open, um, indoors. And so we were eating in the car and, um, I hadn't looked at my phone in probably an hour and I just opened up Instagram and, and I'm like, oh, what are all these, what are all these likes and like, or these followers, I couldn't figure out what was happening. And then I saw that she had shared my story or shared a story and tagged me in it. And was talking about my earrings and I freaked out. I totally freaked out. <laughs> I was like hyperventilating. I'm like, oh my gosh, we have to, we gotta. And my husband was like, are you okay? And I'm just like, oh, Sharon shared my story. And he was like, oh my gosh. Okay. And he, I said, we got to get a, and he goes, alcohol. And I'm like, no. <laughs> That's such a good response. <laughs> I was like. I got, I need Wi-Fi because we, I have really bad service on my, on my phone. So, um, we went to a Starbucks that was nearby and I was just like, he was like, what do you want? And I'm like, I don't know, just order me something. And I was shaking and <laughs> it was like, it was like total, um, fangirling, you know? Yeah. And I was like, I'm totally overreacting, but this is like one of the happiest moments ever. <laughs> So, um, yeah, I was dramatic about it. I love that. And, and I'm just curious. So how long did that wave last for you? Like, did, did you Let's see it see. happen in just like an hour or two or was it like a day or two? What was that kind of whole experience? I think for me, it was about 24 hours, like probably yeah. as long as the story was up. Yeah. And then, um, I want to say maybe five days later, she was wearing another pair and someone asked like, Hey, where did you get your earrings? And she linked or, you know, tagged me again. And so I had kind of another second wave, um, which probably lasted like another 24 hours. So, um, That's it was awesome. a little slower than the first one. Um, 
which makes sense. But yeah. I mean, you know, her her audience is probably not all looking for handmade earrings. So yeah. it's a very yeah. small. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but but her audience is also incredibly generous and they love yes. getting behind small businesses, which is That's super true. fun. So, did, okay, did you see, we'll, we'll talk about followership right now and I want to talk about orders and like inventory scale later on. But like, did you see your numbers double, quadruple? What kind of an impact that has carried forward did that one moment have kind of on your Instagram presence? It was doubled in the first wave it was it was I I only had about 600 followers before and so I went up to like 1200 followers and you know what maybe that was between the two waves that I doubled um right now I'm sitting just under 1400 so it had it had taken me almost a year to go from like I think I started with you know like 150 people liked it at first so to get to 600 took me a year and then that doubled right away. And so, yeah, that's so exciting. It was very exciting. That kind of momentum. So cool. Okay. Karen, tell us about your moment. Well, I have to say I found Allie through Sharon too. Yeah. <laughs> and I and found the best Karen through Sharon. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and I have her sweat, a sweatshirt too. That's Perfect. a winsome poppy. <laughs> oh, that is cool. <laughs> um, Okay, so for Christmas, my husband gave me a new kitchen. So we were renovating the kitchen. And um, so I sent the shirt in January, and I remember it. It was my niece's birthday. So February 2nd is when Sharon shared it. And we were in the kitchen, probably ripping some floors up or something. I had my top knot in, my sweatpants on. (laughs) And then I just happened to pick my phone up. And it said, like, you know, it was my lock screen. It was like, Sharon says, so mentioned you. And I was Mm. like, holy crap. (laughs) There's only one reason she could be mentioning me. So um, I opened it and like my heart races just thinking about it right now. Mm. Um, But needless to say, uh, Philip, my husband, didn't get much help from me for the (laughs) next like two weeks. Yeah, yeah. Um, because it was like, like, so my following before that, I was at about a thousand and that's, I've always had a personal Instagram account and I've always had my crafty Instagram account, whatever that may be in my season. (laughs) Now it's Lou and co and it's here to stay. But, um, I think I had like a thousand followers. And then after that, I think I was at like 2,300. So, I mean, that's a lot of people for that 24 hour, you know, yeah. the magic of a 24 hour story, Yeah, but it was insane. I had to change up my phone because I couldn't sleep <laughs> like, because, and then the Etsy orders, whenever an Etsy order comes in, it's like, cha-ching, 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 cha-ching. I'm like, Oh my God. <laughs> but it was a blessing. It was exciting. And yeah. That's so cool. grateful. Yeah. Right. So grateful, man. Yeah. Yeah, that it's for us, it was absolutely life changing. And so this is kind of maybe my next question, right? So this for especially for you guys, because you're creative, right? Mm -hmm. I'm unfortunately, I wish I was more creative. For me, this podcast was my pandemic baby. 
um, not not a creative endeavor. Um, so I guess that that was my version of being creative during the pandemic because I started podcasting. Creative, yeah, it is creative, <laughs> and it's a lot of work. They yes. are, podcasts are a lot of work. Yeah, because <laughs> holy smokes, you're just like yeah, it's just me. And now this season, I have a co-host, which I he's a, he's such a gift from God, but like. It's still a lot of work to do a podcast. Yeah, I can't imagine. Bless y'all. Right? Yeah. <laughs> but it's also a lot of fun because I get to hang out with people like you. Okay. So so this these creative hobbies, right, that were like maybe some side income, maybe something. I don't know. Maybe you were always hoping. Um, now you've had this moment where all of these people now have their eyeballs <laughs> on your product and some of them are spending money, which is so cool. Was that a... Do, like, were you ready for that? Was that a thing where you're like, I can't wait for this, like, interesting hobby to become potentially, like, a more significant business? Yeah. I I don't think I could have ever mentally prepared for what happened this day. <laughs> I mean, now, I don't think, like, now I think I know what to expect. If it were to ever happen again, I could be more, I am better prepared and better organized. But then I was like, oh, my gosh, what did I do? <laughs> you know, I had just recently um, finished my website before I sent her those earrings. And so um, what I have been trying to figure out is how to kind of go about offering what I do, because I need a lot of just me personally probably not everyone creative is the same, but I feel like I can only do kind of one thing at a time. Mm. So like I can make at one time and then I can finish at one time and then I can upload onto the website at one time. So mm. I kind of basically said, okay, here's when I'm posting earrings. And so it was kind of a delayed, um, a delayed reaction, I guess. Mm. So no one could really order at the time that they started following me, which may or may not have lost me some followers because I did notice that my numbers fluctuated quite a bit and that was okay. I, you know, that happens, yeah. but I thought oh, if I had had everything available right away, mm. it just wasn't really ready. And so, um, but my next, um, release of earrings, which was a couple of weeks after that, um, sold out. Hmm. So it's like almost, getting the hottest concert ticket of the year, <laughs> getting a pair of her earrings. It is the most, I sweat, I sweat. <laughs> well, I posted, I posted them. And, um, within an hour, I think I had like 40 orders and I was like, what is happening? I was like, oh. Is this for real? Every time I refreshed, there was like yeah. five more. more and some people were buying like six pairs wow. and they're not cheap. Yeah. Like I don't, I price them to like what I want to make. Yeah. I'm for like, sure. Dang. Yeah. Are, are you still selling out now months later? No. So okay. no, I'm not. Um, so, and, and uh, I've kind of slowed down for the summer. So, okay. um, but yeah, yeah I'm yeah. kind of doing it on my own rate that's when good. i have stuff ready then i'm like okay guys let's hype it up for a bit yeah yeah is, is but it you do least... a good job of hyping it up so that oh, your following knows yeah like i put it in my calendar nice. <laughs> i try to but i've had people um in the past before i had my website and i would just randomly start 
posting stuff on my Instagram because I was using Instagram posts as my mm. like product yeah, posts. Yeah. And um, <laughs> people would go, well, I never know when it's coming. And, you know, but I was like, well, I really have no plan here. So um, <laughs> now I'm trying to have more of a system kind of. Yeah. yeah. So now but, it, is it, is it, making what you want it to make right now? Like, is it actually providing some amount of income that you're happy with? For me, I would love it to be bigger. Yeah. Um, it's, it's been great. Yeah. It's really helped us out a lot. My husband, um, started a new job last October. It's a commission-based job. So, um, so it's a little bit more unsure. And so, um, it's been really helpful. There's sometimes where I'm like, you know what? I better, I better post some earrings because we got some things coming up. So mm-hmm. it definitely helps out. I would love it to be bigger, but I think until all my kids are in school, it mm-hmm. probably can't grow that big. So yeah, that makes a yeah. Lot of sense. Yeah. What about you, Karen? <laughs> um, well, I actually come from a family of business owners. Um, my parent, I, like we are a family business. My husband, myself, and my sister work for my parents. Okay. Um, and so it's been a huge blessing that, so I'm their HR person for the family company. We own 17 hair salons. Wow. Oh my goodness. Um, Are you serious? (laughs) Yeah. I used to own a salon. Really? And I'm a hairstylist. (laughs) I love it. I love it. Well, you don't want me cutting your hair, but I'll do your payroll. (laughs) (laughs) So it's been a blessing that I do, that side of the family business and it can be done when it's done. And then I have, we're also a homeschooling family. Mm. Um, and I have this, so I am very much full-time with everything. So I can get my family work done in like three hours a day. I can Mm. stitch for three or four hours a day. And then I homeschool three or four hours a day. So we rarely have a uh, free moment around here, (laughs) but yes, to answer the question, it has, um, provided a cushion i guess like we're a lot more comfortable we're not we're not going out and buying new cars and things but we (laughs) have been able to put a significant amount in savings which is what we've wanted to do so that's that's what we're doing that's huge that's so cool okay so we, we were just talking about scale a little bit and so I'm curious then what, what's your plan moving forward? So Ali, you said you wanted yours to grow a little bit. Um, Karen, we haven't really touched on yours. So like what, what's your plan for the next six months? What, what are you doing with your business? Are you like, how are you managing this momentum? <laughs> I think Ali and I are a lot alike. Okay. <laughs> the, the creative brain. I saw your like, face. Do, do we, do we plan? Is that a do thing I, we do? Do I have a plan? <laughs> Um, my only plan at this point is I sent a lady on TikTok yes. an email and I'm, she has 3 million followers and I'm hoping um, that maybe she'll let me send her some earrings, but I haven't heard back. So I'm like, so far, that's really my only plan. I'm no. waiting to break into the TikTok market. Like social media is crazy because TikTok, mm-hmm. um, I've had two shirts go viral for me, like, um, on TikTok Amazing. and People go to Etsy from that. Like, That's I think awesome. each of them had like 120,000 views. <gasps> oh 
my Which goodness. Is, how did you do that? Because seriously, I get like 12 views and, and I'm like, I'm embarrassed of this. <laughs> um, I don't, I don't even know how I did it. But, I, but, I, but it's I, your I think... TikTok videos that you're posting. <clears throat> yeah. Amazing. Um, and I have, I still don't know how to do TikTok, but I know enough to make this video nice. of me doing things. Nice. Um, That's awesome. But yeah, By social media is crazy. You guys, massive surprise. Are you ready for this? Oh, dear. If you guys <laughs> could talk to Sharon McMahon herself. I don't know. What would you say to her? Because. <laughs> what? Stop it. Stop. Stop. You stinker. Sharon. <laughs> Seriously, I'm going to cry right now. <laughs> The one and only, the great and mighty. I know. I just. You I look knew. like an angel right now. I'm oh not even kidding. Just a ring light. Just a ring, just a ring light. I need a ring light. We were, I mean, we were just talking about the power of TikTok, and ring lights are where it's at. <laughs> Absolutely. Sure I actually do have one, but it doesn't make me look like an angel. I can tell you that. <laughs> Dark room with a ring light. That's all you need. There it is. I know the secret now. I, I'm loving this Allie's response right now, by the way. You're like fully caught off guard. I think guard. I'm going to have like a panic attack. How's <laughs> <laughs> oh. everyone tonight? Sharon. Wonderful. We're fantastic. We Good. spent the last 45 minutes talking about how you and your generosity and your openness has literally changed our lives. <laughs> oh. And- so thank this is you. amazing. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. It's a, it is, it's a weird position to be in uh, from my perspective where I'm like, and there are currently people meeting about me. <laughs> it, it gets better than that, though. It gets better than that because there are literally now business plans and inventories and employees and places because of things that you have done little oh. little taps you've clicked on your phone oh i mean you talk about how the government can't create jobs and then you share a story on instagram about earrings or walnuts and you literally create jobs <laughs> <laughs> reason 3027 why sharon mcmahon should run the government <laughs> <laughs> oh no see then you would hate me <laughs> that that is true that's that true, true. That might be, I mean, that that's might be just, true that's just physics at that point that's just a that's right life. that's <laughs> right uh i i feel like i'm actually much better much more useful where i am because I oh absolutely you're not actually you don't have to be subjected to my weirdness if you don't want to read about <laughs> some random islands and whales and whatever you can just leave and that's fine i love the random island ones. Oh my gosh the random they're like my favorite my favorite thing <laughs> okay but i'm i'm super curious is that like sheer boredom and you're just scrolling through wikipedia or is it like you remember this one conversation you had with someone in a hallway in your sophomore year of college and you're like, I'm going to go and research that again. How do yeah, you Yeah, it's usually, it? it's like the movie, the movie um, Inside Out. Have you seen mm-hmm. that movie? Oh yeah. Where yeah. there's, you know, like the little, there's the little memories that are like the little round balls and then periodically se- the, your brain sends up a memory where you're like, where did this come from? <laughs> And so, no, it, I, I don't have time to just randomly scroll Wikipedia, but I do sometimes wake up in the morning and I'm like, you know what? Mauritius 
when we have not talked about Mauritius in a very long time. Um, I don't know why my brain serves me what it does, but it stores it in there and brings it up at a later date. And then, and then you, <laughs> you great. like become the Wikipedia for Mauritius at that point, because like the way that you package the content isn't like, Hey, I was awake at 2am randomly thinking about this thing. Isn't that cool? Ha ha ha. It's like, let me give you 20 slides of highly detailed and accurate information with beautiful <laughs> photos. <laughs> That's yeah. amazing. I love that kind of stuff though. That yeah. I love that kind of stuff. That's the kind of content that make that I'm like, ooh, that is fascinating. Yes. Yeah. It's right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's pretty and much also what my where, YouTube history looks like too. Yeah. Also, where is that online? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I that's also part of what I my podcast is gonna be. It's just like, huh, no idea that was a thing. You know what I mean? Like I yeah. love that, those kind of moments. Yeah. Yeah. Where yeah. it's like little brain tingles, you're like, that is so interesting. <laughs> I think it, it really caters to like my ADD. Like it's like, <laughs> yeah. right. Yes. It's like, okay, I'm going to learn some things and then like, like, you know, government things. And then now I'm going to learn like about this totally different thing. And it's like, it's a little break. And I think yeah, you yes. even talked about that on, um, I'm not sure whose podcast it was, but one of the podcasts that you've been on, I listened to it and you kind of talked about that. It's just kind of like, Gives you like a little mental yeah. palate cleanse. Yeah. 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 It's and it's also most people don't, you know, like, do you want to take a 12 week course on Mauritius or do you just kind of want to like, like, huh, didn't know that. That's interesting. Didn't realize that's what it was. Huh. Okay. Two million people. Put that in the memory bank. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> most people just want to like have a little taste of something and they find that interesting. They go share that at work. We don't, we don't all, we need to get a graduate degree in every topic. Yeah, that's true. That's true. And and what one thing that we we're all talking about earlier is that it's hard for us to commit to one thing long term. Like we're talking about yeah. growing these businesses, right? Now we have all this yeah. interest and in like how do you commit to one thing for a long time? And I gotta be honest, there's like the algorithm really loves consistency, but there are people whose stories I stop watching because it's too much of the same too thing. Too consistent. Right? Yeah. And so yes. these little breaks yeah. are just oh, they're so perfect. To me, it's more like a, a the type of conversations you have within a friendship. You know, like there are some friends that are like, yeah, I always go to them when I, when I'm feeling down because they make me laugh or, you know, like you have friends that are dependable about certain things, but real friendships, the conversations ebb and flow. Yeah. It's not like yeah. we will only discuss lipstick for all eternity. You know what I mean? Like you talk about what are you having for dinner? What are you doing this weekend? What are you guys doing for holidays? Like conversations bounce around are varied and nuanced. And to me, this feels a lot more um, like a real conversation and a, mm -hmm. a little bit less like a, just a college class. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yep. exactly. Yeah, that's great. Sure. By the way, I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit geeking out about your podcast setup because it looks like you went from like what is this podcast thing to now having like this very high end studio looking headphones <laughs> with your nice boom mic sitting there. And that's awesome. I'm excited for when <laughs> we get to all be blessed by the Sharon Says So podcast. Oh, that's going to be fun. Thank you. How are all of your business plans coming along? I've run several businesses. Mm. Take it away, Allie well, we were <laughs> Maybe you knew that. We were literally just going, do we have a plan? What is our plan? <laughs> Well, okay, let's 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 set the stage a little bit. Are are either one of you ladies, Karen or Allie, are you guys Enneagram people? Do you guys hey, know what, what Enneagram oh, is? I, I tried, but I don't get it. So that's totally fine. Allie, you nodded yes. So what are you? Yes. 
I'm a nine. You're nice. See, that explains a lot. So, okay. yeah. I wish yeah. I understood it. Maybe I it, just haven't taken the time. Don't worry about it. It's just a thing. It's just numbers. You are you. Don't let the numbers tell you anything. Yeah. Otherwise. It, yeah. it doesn't define you. But it is a but good <laughs> shortcut. And in this case, both Sharon and I are Enneagram threes, which means that plans and business plans are something that we do like to help us relax at night. <laughs> so, so oh <laughs> which well is that is not me than, like the creative type where it's like let's just do what feels good right now in the moment. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> my mom is an enneagram nine and i like she was listening to a podcast recently about nines and she heard something that just like struck such a, a chord for her and so now i like to tease her about it which is that enneagram nines have a deep need for inertia just like, I want to do nothing because that will disturb my peace. And, yeah. you know, like just, I don't want, you know, I'm happy right where I am. Yeah. Um, and, go ahead. No, there, and there's nothing wrong. That's not a character flaw. Yeah, it's not. You know, it's not a character flaw, but she like that helps her to know that about herself. That it, this is mm. not a character flaw. This is not my inherent laziness. This is how I'm wired. Yeah. Yeah. If everybody yeah. was the same, it would be no fun. Right. That's right. 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 Yeah. But but exactly. that that is, I mean, Sharon mentioned the word lazy, and that that is the inherent perspective, like the negative perspective of a lot of nines, right? Is that yes. nines are just yes. lazy and can't get to anything? But you've already yes. proven that wrong, Allie, because you have started a business as a nine yes i have i have i've done multiple things i've owned a salon and worked at salons and um now i work at a salon once a once a week one day a week and i make earrings and i am a mom and i so like all these different things um and you're never bored i'm never bored yeah i'm always actually needing a rest <laughs> Cause I'm a nine because you're yeah. a nine. I need a rest. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. but I push and push and push. And then I, I definitely have those days where it's like, I literally will just be on this couch for the day. It's just the way it's going to be. And, um, I don't remember the question. <laughs> you know, I, I've, I've been forced to be on the couch for the last two and a half weeks because I have a couple of viruses attacking my liver right now. So oh, no. I'm, I'm like super fatigued. I, worked really hard to make sure I had energy for this call. Um, but it's like so hard. My wife is like, I have never seen you take a nap in your entire life. And now I'm taking like two naps a day because I'm like, Oh man, so bless your so heart. Like, well, because as a three, I'm always like, okay, I have about 85 <clears throat> goals that I need to get done today and I'm going to get them all done awesomely. <laughs> and so now to be in this place, like I've literally had people coaching me like, your goal today is to lay on the couch, write that down. That is your goal today. <laughs> Cause I, it's yeah. so hard for me because yeah, I'm, I'm wired very differently than that where it's like, man, like I slowing down is death for, for right a three. Right. Um, and so that's, that's when the gifts that you nines bring into <clears throat> the world for us to receive is to remember that like our worth isn't in our achievement. Like we can still be worthwhile human beings. If I spend the day on the couch, which is <laughs> feels I'll really, never do really it. wrong. <laughs> feels so wrong. <laughs> feels really wrong. I'll give yeah. you a piece of advice that somebody that my doctor gave me when I was sick a couple of years ago, I got like a sinus infection and an ear infection and it spread to my lungs. And she was mm. like, you are, you have borderline pneumonia right now. And this is going to, oh, no. this is going to 
collapse into something much more serious. Um, and you know, I'd been sick for like two weeks and you know, most, most threes will just kind of like try to take some drugs and power through it. And that's their normal MO is like, well, take some Advil, uh, and it'll be okay. I'll make, I'll make it work. I'll, I'll do something. I'll, I'll at least get something done. And she was like, Sharon, you, if you do not aggressively rest, then you will be lying in bed for two months. So those are your choices, aggressive rest or lay in bed for two months. So the, the phrase aggressive rest, like, okay, that's a good one. I can aggressively rest. That's That's what I'm going to do. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas Allie probably doesn't need that framing. She's like, I just can rest because I'm just a human and I can rest. Whereas I'm like, I need to be told to like, aggressively do it a plus in resting yeah (laughs) yeah like like after my kids go to bed I'm like I am sitting like that's what I do now like my kids go to bed and then I sit and I go on Instagram and TikTok (laughs) it's such a good life Allie um yeah good you know that we can learn from well I can also learn a little bit yeah (laughs) anyway I need to okay, find out so, what number so I am. Karen, do you have any plans then for, for um, actually, um, I just purchased a little something. Mm. Um, I don't even know how to explain it to y'all, but it is a antique chain stitch machine. Ooh. Sharon, I chain stitched your shirt and it's hand cranked and, um, it's still very much hand stitched, but the machine is I don't know how to explain it. There's still no programs. There's still no fonts. I'm hand cranking this machine and the stitches are doing. Okay. Um, if I can learn this thing, I just set it up yesterday and it is a beast. I'm going to maybe start doing that. But see, I have so many people who love the fact that I sit there and hand stitch everything. I don't want to take away from the magicness of that, mm-hmm. but this machine is pretty cool too. And I think if people seeing this because they're super rare it took me like six months to find it um so that's in the plan maybe if i can learn it it's very intimidating um i'm actually taking a wholesaling class tomorrow from a local lady who owns this very awesome she's she does a lot of um business classes for women and she has this boutique in downtown and like a common workplace and she mentors people. So I'm going to see what she has to say because I can't wholesaling is not worth my time right now because it Mm. takes so long to do each shirt. So this is where this machine comes in. Maybe I can clip off a little bit of time and start getting into stores, but I can't get into stores when it's just me. Oh yeah. No way. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm not where I want to pay anybody either. I don't want to pay anybody. I can do it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I totally get that. I I have one, one wholesale account and, um, we've kept it super simple with her. And so it's, it's great. But if I were to wholesale, like my larger, more, um, labor intensive things, I couldn't, it's not worth it. Like it, it wouldn't be worth it. No. Hmm. So, so, so sitting right here behind me, these are dehydrators, which are actively dehydrating sprouted walnuts, 
which means yes. that this room is about 95 degrees that I'm sitting in right now because <laughs> oh, it's our man. one extra room that we have. It used to be our homeschool room, hence the cool posters on the wall and all the stuff. I love me. those posters. But now it's our dehydrator room and we're currently converting half of one of our shops <clears throat> into a larger room and we're going to actually have a 12 by 12 walk-in heated room where we're going to get That's baker's awesome. racks and we're just going to put you know 20 racks of walnuts, roll them in heat up the whole room with an old wall heater unit that we had that was designed for like a thousand square foot house. We're going to put in this little hundred square foot room and just like crank the heat out of it. Um, and that will let us, we can fit everything we fit in all eight of our dehydrators. We can fit onto one Baker's rack and we can fit probably four Baker's racks in our heating room. So we are hoping to scale soon. Um, That's awesome. If I weren't sick, I would be doing more like just today. I was being asked by some folks around here. Um, so what about grocery stores? And I, I have plans. Like, I have plans to get into mm. grocery stores. We're, we're in five grocery stores right now, and we want to go more. Um, but I'm like, yeah, but that requires me, like, driving to them right now. And I'm just, like, so tired. <laughs> I would rather just take a nap. And they're like, yeah, you're you're not feeling well. <laughs> That's not how you <laughs> respond to things like this. Um but we'll we'll get there. We we've got we're sampling some. We're going to start doing infused flavors, which is really fun. So like instead oh, of like cool. sprinkling things on Fancy. the walnuts, they're actually yeah. going to be soaked in the flavors. So we're getting like raw garlic and rosemary from our garden to like infuse into the walnuts, and we're going to hopefully That's have cool. some things ready for the holidays to roll out a little flavor pack for the holidays. But yeah, um, we, that's cool. We I I would love a day. If in two years, if 100% of the walnuts growing on these trees I'm looking at right here out my window can end up as sprouted walnuts, <clears throat> that would be huge. That would absolutely mm -hmm. change mm -hmm. everything. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. So that's what we're working on. Mm -hmm. That's our plans. Yeah, very cool. And well, uh, guys, That's a good plan. Yeah. <laughs> it's That's totally possible, by the way. Oh, yeah. It, you know... I, I keep going back and forth if I want it to be possible. What would that like? Because I love the direct to consumer. I love the subscription box sent to people's door um, because I love the connection it builds. And I love the stability it brings our business. And quite frankly, the profit margins are significantly better if people buy directly from us. than if like what I sell to the grocery stores, I'm essentially selling at half the price that I sell directly mm -hmm. online to people. Yeah. So I would mm -hmm. love to build that market. But it's pretty unreasonable to expect people to continue to eat walnuts indefinitely for more than like. <laughs> Sharon a year. doesn't think so. <laughs> <laughs> or to expect like a thousand people to eat walnuts indefinitely. I don't know. So it's hard to like, I don't know. It's hard to get my head around. Well, if your Instagram gonna... community keeps growing, like I know that when I got my walnuts in the mail, it was like, I got this from the Kramers. I didn't yes. get this from Whole Foods. It's like true. I'm supporting a family. I'm not supporting Whole Foods. Mm -hmm. And that's like where everybody is right now is supporting small. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I think you, yeah. your Kevin, your premise is fundamentally flawed. You have a, consu Ooh, you have a consumable product. Yes. What do you mean? What do you mean? It's not possible that people will continue eating walnuts. Definitely. Well, maybe it's because I don't eat walnuts. Indefinitely. Maybe it's like, because I go through seasons I have, of like snacking and then not snacking. I have never gotten sick of peanut butter. <laughs> that's right. That's like true. I've been eating peanut butter since I was probably eight months old and it's still <laughs> one of my favorite foods. 
So I still eat peanut butter truly almost every day and would be so sad if I never got to eat peanut butter again. So I think it's a fundamentally flawed premise that people are going to get sick of, of, of a favorite food item. That is not true. People don't get sick of it. They develop deeper emotional attachments to it. It's it's like, again, I have the same emotional attachment to coffee. Mm -hmm. Um, Whereas I, if you were like, well, you're going to have to switch to drinking warm lemon water. Well, that's not (laughs) delicious. Nor does it give me that same like ritual of drinking Mm -hmm. coffee, right? So I'm emotionally attached to these foods that I have deep connections to. So I think you're, the premise that people are gonna get sick of it, first of all, is not accurate. Um, It's a consumable product that you can eat. You can eat a bag of it in a day or two, as I know from experience. So it's (laughs) something you can actually consume quite a bit of. Um, It's not caviar. You know what I mean? It's, we're not talking about like something you bust out once a year at your fancy party, like eat it in the car. Yeah. You know what I mean? Please do. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, also um, the idea that you uh, can't build a direct to consumer audience Mm. um, large enough is also a fundamentally flawed premise. Mm. Um, I don't know if you guys know this, but I used to hand make products and sell them all over the world. I used to hand dye yarn and sell it to yarn jobs. And it fascinated me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I have a lot of, yeah, give us your secrets, <laughs> <laughs> a lot of familiarity with uh, hand making products and that both the wholesale relationship and direct to consumer relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, and you, you're perfectly poised to take off in the direct to consumer relationship. Mm. Not that you, there's never going to be a place for wholesaling. It's nice to be able to have some of those like grocery store accounts that buy tons of stuff at one time. Um, but you are, I think you're dramatically underestimating people's connection and desire to support you as an individual. Mm. Um, you know, like my entire yarn business was built on people's connection to me personally mm-hmm. and people being like, I just really love, I really love her yarn. And it's not that you couldn't get yarn anywhere else. It's not that you can't yeah. get walnuts anywhere right. else. It's not that you can't get earrings or sweatshirts anywhere else. Mm. Um, it's that, you know, I really think that people, um, let's say you want to um, learn how to play the guitar. It's not that you can't go one of 50 places to learn how to do that, Um, but you pick the teacher that you resonate with. Mm, You pick the teacher that is right for you, has the teaching style, the, the, you know, all of the things that resonate with you. It's not that you can't get earrings or walnuts somewhere else. It's that there's something about you as an individual that the person connects to. It's not that you can't go on Wikipedia and figure out all the weird islands in the world, right? (laughs) Right. You know, like that is not information that is hidden from the public. It's that there is something about um, you as an individual that people connect to that make them want to buy your products and consume consume your content. Um, Also, the number of the number of customers you have right now, I mean, is not at all a reflection of the number of customers you can have. Mm. Right. Mm. Right. Um, things can change dramatically very quickly. Yeah. As, and as you have demonstrated. Very, <laughs> yeah. very quickly. As you guys know, things can change dramatically very quickly or they can grow slowly over time. Both are yeah. completely legitimate. Yes. But um, 
there is, you know, after I sold my yarn company, I was, I've worked as a professional photographer for a long time, which is providing a one-on-one service to Mm -hmm. individuals where you just pay me for my, my work. Um, and so that again, also has that same, uh, concept of, you know, like my labor being Mm -hmm. traded for, uh, you know, my time, time and talent being traded for money, um, where I have a finite amount of time and talent that I can give to my photography clients. Um, you actually don't want all the customers, Mm. you know, like there's no way you could serve 8 billion people. You don't (laughs) want that kind of volume. So the goal needs to be moved. uh, The goalpost is not all the customers in the world. The goalpost is, um, I have plenty of people who love my work and are willing to pay me fairly for it. Right. That's the, that is the mantra. I have plenty of people who love my work and are willing to pay me fairly for it. Not these other, not Kendra Scott makes way more earrings than me. (laughs) You know, not anthropology has 5 million sweatshirts. Mm -hmm. It, it, that's not, who cares? Anthropology is, you know, like that doesn't matter. Let them be them. I don't give a crap about anthropology. (laughs) You know what I mean? It means nothing to me. Right. Um, so I have, I have a, plenty of people who are, who value my work, love what I do and are willing to pay me fairly for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like write it on the mirror. I love that. Yeah. that that's getting written right here, right now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I have yes. a question for you on about engaging people who fall in love with you, <clears throat> because as we all know, we are people of a thousand faces, right? We are multifaceted. We have all different kinds of things that not everyone's <laughs> going to like. And right. So like for me, there's this activist part of me, an environmentalist part of me, a spiritualist part of me um, and just a good old farmer part of me. Right. And a whole bunch of other Mm -hmm. stuff in between. So how do you go about being the person consistently enough online that they can be like, oh, yeah, no, this is this is Sharon McMahon. I know what I'm getting from her. Right. Um, Or this is Karen. I know what I'm getting from her. But still also being enough of a whole person online that you don't get tired of yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, you know, when I have in the past, I've taken classes on social media, I've taken, you know, classes about how to grow your business online, blah, blah, blah. And they really focus heavily on telling people to be consistent, to teach your audience, train your audience, uh, what to expect from you. And it's just like, we were just talking about that. Sometimes that repetition gets too, to me, it seems too rote and too boring. It seems too one mm-hmm. note. It's not yeah. who I am. It's not who any of us are. Right. Um, so obviously there are things that nobody needs to share online. No one needs to go online and be like, my wife is really a jerk today and I hate her. You know what I mean? Like no one that's that. n- yeah. no one needs that. Yeah. Um, there are some things that that's not, they're topics that don't need to be discussed, but otherwise people actually really enjoy connecting to some aspect of your personality. If all you ever talk about is just earrings, 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 earrings. Well, what if I don't have pierced ears or what if I don't wear dangly earrings and I only wear the diamond studs? My grandma left me. I have nothing to connect with you on. Mm -hmm. Whereas if you are allowing people to see a broader segment of your interests and personality that like, actually, I really love garden gnomes. And I'm super into licorice and, you know, like whatever, whatever somebody's weird interests are, it allows another connection point Mm -hmm. for the individual. And then if you have your little like cast of characters of like, these are my interests, 
-hmm. you know, like here's the seven things I'm interested in. Um, and you rotate amongst those things. Um, you're not turning people off by only being too one note. I only talk about doing my hair. Um, and you're also not being so schizophrenic that people have like some days were underground at a mine and some days were just doing accounting. You know what I mean? Like you, you can't be too schizophrenic about it, yeah. but if you have your little, like predictably, these are the things that you can expect me to talk about. You know, like I have, I love history. I'm going to answer your government questions. We're going to talk about current events. I love animals and always have interesting, you know, weird little animal videos. Um, and I am also really interested in like geography, weird clothes, try ons, things that make me laugh. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's like what you can expect from me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, and if you do all of those things, um, some, I get messages all the time from people who are like, you know, the three branches of government are fine, but I just really think it's funny to see you, uh, try on clothes that don't fit you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so even, and, and if you're a dude who's like watching women try on clothes that don't yeah. fit them, it's not interesting to me. Well, guess what? <laughs> I, tomorrow I'll talk about the justice department. Yeah. 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 Well, and, and, and what I appreciate you saying is that the the kind of the cast of characters are other objects, not necessarily like you're not necessarily dying on causes. You're not saying like, you know, every single redwood tree has to be restored and I'm going to go climb one for the next three weeks. And if you don't like that, don't follow me. Right. You're not necessarily taking you're just saying, hey, redwood trees are beautiful and I happen to like redwood trees. And so you're focusing more on the object of your interest rather than maybe some of the more controversial Right. Because you, you're you don't use your platform all the time to talk about how we need to rezone international waters to prevent whaling or things like that. No, you just right. talk about I'm how much you love whales. In, yeah. Just interested in whales. Right. Mm -hmm. And you so know? that and so people who do care about whaling and international waters will be attracted to your content, but also yeah. people who have never thought about it and yeah, just yeah. love cool things will be attracted mm -hmm. to your content. So I, yeah. that's something that I can definitely learn from because I, I tend to lean a little too heavy on the uh, the cause side of things sometimes. <laughs> that's something yeah. I'm, I'm trying to grow in and learn about. So. Well, just I'm so glad you said this. Oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, just talk about things that interest you. Yeah. Yeah. And people it's, come along for the ride just like a friend would. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. You got me thinking. I mean, it's, it's tough because I'm like, People came because they like my sweatshirts, but I don't want to bore them with my life. But no, no. but that's how you make the connection. That's how but, you make friends. Yeah. yeah. It's how you make friends is if, are you really friends with somebody? If all you talk about is sweatshirts? No, I don't know that's, about that's sweatshirts not, with my friends at all. Right. <laughs> that's um, not right. That's not a, that's not a relationship. Yeah. Yeah. If that's like all we're you a homeschooling family. We have a small hobby farm, but I didn't know where my line was of what I share, mm -hmm. you know, like, I don't, don't know. underestimate, um, how much people love animals. They, they actually really oh, do. I love have animals. animals. <laughs> um, they love to see, there's also that aspirational aspect of like city dwellers who are like, you know, someday I'd really love to have some goats. Mm -hmm. look at or look at that big fluffy white dog it's so cute you know like yeah I've, i'm not gonna buy a chicken tractor anytime soon and move my chickens around my walnut grove that's not happening and yet it's i still find it interesting to watch other people do that yeah mm -hmm. that's true you know like when when i say relate it doesn't mean that 
you also have to be engaged in that activity. I actually yeah. find it super interesting to watch people do things that I have no intention of ever doing. Yeah. I'm never going to work in a crayon factory. Yeah. And yeah. yet that's the best Mr. Rogers. Episode, yes, it's the best right? Mr. Rogers. <laughs> right? It's watching the crayon factory. So I've searched uh, for that video, by the way, <laughs> many one. times. I still, it's obviously has stuck with me. Yeah. So don't think that it is that don't underestimate uh, people's interest in, mm-hmm. even if they, even if they're not a homeschooling family, even if they don't have a hobby farm and they don't hand make sweatshirts, it's still actually just interesting to watch other people do things. Like, you know how interesting mm-hmm. it is to watch people put on their makeup. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, or yeah. Watch other people style their hair. You're like, what are you doing? <laughs> You know what I mean? Like it makes you, you do that too. makes you pay attention. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm never going to do that with my eyeliner, but that's really interesting. Mm. You know what yeah. I mean? So, yeah. um, people just like to be, see things that are, you know, that your brains crave <laughs> novelty. And so there's that aspect of like, Oh, that's interesting. That's new. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Just like gets your little, your brain synapses firing. That's good. Thank our you. Well, I have been novelty. so hung up on this area of my Instagram. Yeah. So hung up. And you just cleared those cobwebs. Thank you. <laughs> You're very welcome. Yes. I, I had a thought too of something that I just appreciate about what you do with your account is that, um, you know, there's other people that I follow for, for whatever thing. And if somebody asks a dumb question, quote unquote, it's like, Google it, you know, like mm-hmm. there, it's just like, and you just happily answer things that someone could have easily Googled, mm-hmm. you know? easily, mm-hmm. but yet they like wanted to hear it from you. And mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think that that's, that creates also that connection where it's like, she didn't just say, act like, Oh, why wouldn't you just figure that out on your own? Mm-hmm. You know, just giving that, giving people, um, respect too. Yeah. And it's just permission to ask, ask your real questions. Mm-hmm. And you're, I'm not going to make fun of you for not knowing the answer to that. Yeah. Cause ultimately yeah. I, it actually doesn't offend me when people ask me questions that they could Google. I did yeah. joke with a friend recently. She was like, did you know that in your old age, you were going to become a HIPAA information center? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, that made me laugh. Like, first of all, let's, what are you defining old as age? old age? Secondly, <laughs> um, no, no, I did not think when I was dying yard, uh, that I was going to become a HIPAA information center. <laughs> No, Um, but yet it's obviously something, a topic that people have a lot of questions and confusion about. Mm -hmm. And if they can, if they view me as a trusted source and I just state plainly, here's what HIPAA applies to. And then they could be like, well, I don't like it, but I guess that is the way it is. You know, like to me, that's completely worth my time. Yeah. Yeah. That's so cool. And and that is such a gift to the world that you bring Jaren. And I'm, I'm just paying attention to the time that zoom is going to kick us off in a minute. So, um, (laughs) Before that happens, just to land the plane and wrap things up, um, we, the three of us on this call, besides you, Sharon, have literally had our lives transformed and changed by you. So we just Mm. want to take a moment and say thank you for being you. Thank you for creating that space where people can engage in real questions and where you engage real people in the things that we create in the world because it makes a very tangible, material lifestyle impact. Absolutely. Yeah. You're such a blessing. To so many. It's truly my pleasure. Thank you all for being you. It's, it is, it's, uh, it's an honor to get to do what I do. It really is. Oh, it's yeah. truly an honor. And you do oh. it so well. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. Still my favorite stories to watch. 
months oh. and months later, which just doesn't happen, right? I'm one of those like bait and switch people. I get tired of things after like three weeks, and no, here we are, whatever it is, like seven months later, and still like my first stories that I always look for. So, oh, thank Amazing. you, thank you, thank you, Karen, Ali, thank you guys for your stories. I'm super excited yeah. about getting this put together and out there for the world to hear. Um, Yay. and and what you guys bring to the conversation. So thank you guys for being you also. And thanks for being part of this conversation. Yes, thank we should, you. Yeah, we should take a picture. Hold on. Yeah. Yes. But, yeah. Let's everybody let's... should smile. Oh, wait, wait, I got it. We're, just, we're... I'm just <laughs> smiling. Okay. Ready? Just, ready? Uh, everybody smile. Okay. 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 Ready? Okay. I took a whole bunch. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. One, whole one bunch of those, one of those is going to work out. Awesome. Okay. I love Thank it. You. Thank you so Amazing. much. Thank yes. you guys. Thank you. This, this was been amazing. A blast. Yes. All right. We will talk soon, everybody. All right. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Good night. Bye. Have a good night. Bye. 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 And that's our show. If this conversation was meaningful to you, like it was to us, leave a rating and review so that more people just like us can discover this podcast and join the conversation themselves. Thank you for listening. This has been such a fun conversation, and we'd love for you to join the conversation too. But hey, you've heard enough of our voices. For show notes or to connect with this community of seekers, visit us online at ofdustanddivinity.com. Partner with us on Patreon and get access to exclusive content, merch, and hidden perks. Go to patreon.com slash ofdustanddivinity. Join our Facebook group of Dust and Divinity podcast community and engage with us on Instagram at of dust underscore and divinity. As you go through your day, remember these words of Rainer Maria Rilke. Be patient toward all that is unsolved in your heart and try to love the questions themselves. Do not seek the answers which cannot be given to you, for you would not be able to live them. And the point is to live everything. Live the questions now.